Well, as Edwin Starr once said, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Championship or Bust with Max, Zach, and Pat. And you know what time it is. It's Hall of Fame time. I had an air horn sound, but it went away. Unfortunately, it did not work, but I will have it ready in another time. The BBWA ballot was released last week on Monday with the class of 2024. Uh, obviously, like I know sometimes the turnaround on the podcast is a little long, but it's expected this time. But at this point of recording, four votes have been made public. And as of now, that's about 1% of the expected votes. If the voting ended today with the 1%, we would be staring at a four-man Hall of Fame class of Adrian Beltre, Andrew Jones, Todd Helton, and Chase Utley. Adrian Beltre is the only unanimous so at this point. So he's the only one that is on that pace. Right now we have a four-man Hall of Fame class. Hopefully we have a relatively strong Hall of Fame class like that because we have a lot of people who are contending in percentages. We have a lot of notable first ballot guys. Um, but I want to first talk about the errors committee because that's going to be voted on this coming Sunday, December 3rd. So while I kid Zach once in a while for the time it takes for these to come out, <laughs> we will probably know the results by the time this pod gets released and that's completely expected. Uh, but the way today is going to work is we are going to continue building our championship or bust hall of fame that was established last week. Uh, the three of us have made our own ballots for both committee groups. Uh, we each voted for up to three people on the errors ballot and up to 10 on the BBWAA ballot, mimicking the exact voting process that each group does. You do not have to vote for up to three or up to 10. You could vote for less. Um, we do not know each other's ballots, so I don't know if they voted 10 or not. But we will then tally up the percentages, and anyone who received all three of our votes will join last week's inductees, Pete Rose and Shoeless Joe Jackson into the Championship Robust Hall of Fame inaugural class of 2024. So as I said before, we have not shared these ballots by design because I'm sure that's going to lead to some very calm and rational professional discussions. So right. let's start with Very, very professional, right. obviously. So starting last year, just for some context, the Hall of Fame Board of Directors changed the rules about this group. Um, it used to be solely based on each era, different time periods, and everybody was lumped in together. So, like, it would be the 1970s and 80s, players, managers, and umpires all in one group. And the screening committee would pick 10 people, and each voter could pick up to four. But this changed last year. Beginning last year, they made it into three different groups. Pre-1980s, everybody. Post-1980s, players. And post-1980s, non-players. So these are now going to alternate every three years. Uh, for the distant future, I guess, until they change it again. Um, I guess this was to try to get more modern candidates considered, um, especially for the non-manager. I'm sorry, for the non-players, because this is the only way they can get in, and there is going to be a strong backlog after this. Um, but there are some positives and negatives to this. So the the main negative right now is that voters now only have eight people to choose from and can only pick up to three. So now the chances of people getting elected does drop pretty significantly. And another negative of this is that the people from the pre-1980s are all lumped in this group together, which makes it harder for people like Dick Allen, Tommy John, and Boyer, Louis Tiant, and the Negro League stars uh, to get the votes necessary to get inducted. 
But the one positive of this change, the only real positive that I can see is that it gets more and new people in the room for a discussion. This year's Errors Committee is a group of eight people, most of which have received relatively small consideration prior to this week. So we have Cito Gaston, Davey Johnson, Jim Leland, and Lou Pinella. Those are the four managers. Uh, Hank Peters and Bill White are executives. Ed Montague and Joe West are our umpires. And to me, there's one clear no-doubt lock here, and I'll wait to say that till the end, but feel free to interrupt me if I'm wrong about this portion, but I don't think any names on this group would really diminish the hole in any way, and none would be out of place here. <coughs> Joe West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <coughs> Joe West. Let's talk about Joe West first, then. So Joe West um, has the all-time record for games officiated, has the all-time record for seasons officiated. He umpired 5,460 games in 43 seasons. You know, he called six World Series, 10 League Championship Series. I mean, I don't know if, you know, we can obviously argue about his quality toward the end, but that's a significant amount of time. Uh, I mean, you know, he did it for a long time, but, uh, you know, in in recent years and recent memory, the only thing I can think of is that the only person that, uh, you know, was known to be worse than him was Angel Hernandez, and that's really not a list you want to be on as an umpire. I mean, he was bad just calling games in general, and he was not good at, at handling players either. I mean, he threw a lot of guys out of games that just should not have gotten thrown out. I don't really know what constitutes a Hall of Fame umpire. I mean, Mac, you even have your – you don't even rank them in your own list, you know. Yeah, so. we ha- I joke about it every time, and yeah. it's hard. And, like, Ed Montague is another guy where, like, he's not as polarizing as Joe West, obviously. I think if I had to choose one of them, I would probably pick Montague just from the, you know, the not picking Joe West factor. Um, What I will say, though, is I would be very shocked. I I shouldn't say very shocked, but I would be surprised if Joe West isn't elected. I'm just going to say He'll probably get in, yeah, I'm sure. He'll he'll get in, in. and then you'll see the riot on on, on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. I can almost guarantee that. If he doesn't get in this time, I think he gets in in the next cycle, for sure. The hard part is for all of these guys is that in three years, when this group comes up again, again, you only have eight names. And all of a sudden, Terry Francona is going to be on this ballot. Bruce Bochy will probably be on this ballot. Dusty Baker is going to be on this ballot. All three of those guys, I think, are more deserving than all four of these managers. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Bochy and Baker are show-ins. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Francona is, too. Yes. Yeah, I'd say that as well, yeah. I believe he won two with Boston. And, I mean, those uh, are the three guys. Kind of Cleveland. Yeah, definitely. Those are the three highest-winning managers that don't that aren't in the hall right now. And he came a range away away from winning another one. <laughs> so, like, I think that that's, you know, where we're going to be. So, if I'm looking at it from my lens and I'm probably going to prioritize managers in this set, I don't know how you guys did it, but if anyone wants to drop their ballot first, I'll let you guys decide that. Yeah, I went with uh, Leland, Pinella, and Cito Gasson, even though I was on the fence about Cito. Wow. Um, I like I, that, but wow. He's, I mean, I know the back-to-back is like all he's known for, but I mean, he's been a manager since before we were born, and he was part of the Blue Jays organization, I feel like, for the longest time. I just put him in just because I feel like this one's kind of like they throw in whoever, and I'd rather see a manager get in than an umpire. I don't know. That's just me personally. That's valid. I, I don't blame you for that, but I'm interested, I'm surprised at who you didn't pick, but I'll get to that in a bit. But I like the Gaston pick, and Pinella, 
obviously polarizing name, Leland polarizing. There's a lot of polarizing guys on this ballot. But Josh, go ahead. I I I, uh, I agree with Zach on uh, Lupinella. I also had him on mine. Uh, my other two votes different though. I did Davey Johnson, and uh, I I feel like uh, I'm kind of obligated to pick this one just based on history is Bill White. I'm I wholeheartedly agree on Bill White. I think he's I mean, the, the guy. Yeah, no he, doubt on this list. I I'm sad that he's not going to make the championship bus Hall of Fame. Oh jeez. But he <laughs> is so Zach. Bill White was a very solid player. He was a first baseman. Um, he won multiple. He won seven Gold Gloves, made eight All Star teams as a player. Right. Mm-hmm. Then he was the first African American play by play announcer with and was for the Yankees alongside Phil Rizzuto. Oh, and then after that, he was the first (laughs) African-American president or high-level leader of a league. He was the president of the NL. Oh, Um, well, I should probably put him in. Uh, Not not Um, only was he the first African-American announcer for baseball, he was also the first African-American announcer for hockey. Oh, right. But we're going to have a live change here. Um. (laughs) Okay. I was gonna Goodbye, say Cedo Gaston because that is that's crazy. That's see, totally Gaston, I, I think Gaston was a great pick though. That's the hard part. And see now as you're seeing this, these guys can only vote for three people. That's it's tough. hard. It's a tough one. So now Josh, what made you go Davy Johnson? I, I'm interested in that one too. Uh well, you know, to me I, I think you know the difference between Leland and, and Johnson is, is is definitely winning percentage. Johnson's is, is significantly better. And and you know, Leland lost uh you know, he lost two World Series. Johnson was one for one. Fair Good point. Yeah, Very I can't fair. argue with that. So I split the difference between both of you. Um, I didn't pick anyone new that you guys picked. Um, I did pick Lou Pinella. So Lou Pinella is a Hall of Famer of Championship or Bust. He was the one actually out of my three that I was most hesitant about. Um, he's been up for consideration the most of this group. He actually fell one vote shy last time he was up. Um, I believe that was when Harold Baines and Lee Smith got in. He got 11 votes out of 12. So he was right there. Uh, But again, this is when players and managers were were lumped together. So he had 11 votes, was one shy. Uh, My other pick, uh, Jim Leland. I did pick Jim Leland. Um, I get why you're saying he lost two World Series, but he's also a guy who made three pennants, and he's the only guy on this list to do that. I did not pick Cito Gaston just because for if he was the only or one of the only managers who won two World Series that um, are not in the Hall of Fame, I would have been more open to it. Danny Murdoch is still waiting. Ralph Houck is still waiting. And considering his very short career, he only won 894 games. Uh, Lou Pinello won double that. Right. He has a 516 winning percentage. Uh, so he wasn't – other than those two years, it was a relatively average career. Um, if he yeah, wanted that's, why, that's why I didn't even have him considered on my list. He just didn't win enough Whoops. games. Yeah. And if he – I think he wouldn't devalue the Hall of Fame by any means. I just think when I only have three spots to pick, that's what matters. Lou Pinella, I was hesitant about because of his winning percentage too because he only got to one pennant and won one World Series. And he – had a season where he won 116 games with the Mariners in 2001, and he his team choked to the Yankees in 01. He has a 517 win percentage. 
But when I was looking at it, he spent three years with the Devil Rays when they were really up and coming in 2003, 2004, and 2005. If you get rid of those three years from his winning percentage, his win percentage jumps up in the 530s. All of a sudden, that looks a little bit better to me. He he had a winning record in all four other places that he managed, and he took uh, three of those four teams to the playoffs, the Reds, the Mariners, and the Cubs. So even the Yankees, he didn't take the playoffs, but he was well over 500 in multiple years with them. So I did pick Lou Pinella. He is a Hall of Famer in Championship of Bust Lore. Congratulations. I also picked Jim Leland. Uh, he mm-hmm. gets two out of three votes. And I did pick Bill White, which I guess I'll – are we counting him as a 3-4? Yes, we should because yeah. uh, that's a, just a complete mess up on my part. So Sounds good. So we'll <laughs> congratulate Lou Pinella and uh, Bill White as our Hall of Famers. So they both got 100%. They received the over 75, and they are in. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. Jim Leland, 66%, uh, because I voted for him and Zach voted for him. Uh, Davey Johnson, 33%, because Josh voted for him. And is that everybody? Cito Gaston, but I'll give him him half a vote. Why not? (laughs) Half a vote. Yeah, because Zach had him and then changed it. I'm not going to hold that against him. So, Cito Gaston got 33% as well. So it was oh, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. If he got half a vote, what did that mean that Bill White got half a vote? <laughs> Fine. All right. Cito Gaston doesn't get a vote. Bill White's Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. I cannot <laughs> let this podcast go without putting Bill White in. I'm, I have to manipulate this as best I can. No, I'm going to pull a Tony LaRusso totally here and bully Zach until this is done. Well, you should. It was a bad call on my part. Okay, totally good. Missed. I'm glad that you, you found some sense. That's yeah. the one of this whole thing that I have to stand on my horse on. It has to be Bill White. Yeah. So we now have four Hall of Famers in our inaugural class. Now it's time to move on to the more popular ballot, the BBWAA. Time to start talking about some players. We finally are in a point where every player we vividly remember seeing because, you know, obviously like we're on the younger side. But there are 26 players on this list. Uh, voters can pick up to 10, so we can pick up to 10. There are 12 first-timers, and some notables are Adrian Beltre, who I really hope you guys picked. God. Chase Utley, Joe Maurer, David Wright, and Bartolo Colon are really the big notables. Also, I have to say, yeah, exactly. I didn't list him as a notable. Matt Holliday had such an underrated career. He did. He did. I'm not, I did not vote Part for of the Bold him, Brothers, baby. <laughs> he was damn good for a while. You I had me staring at his numbers there for a good 20 minutes, really, really thinking about it the other day. Oh, I should have been staring at Bill White a little longer. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it definitely makes you, where it makes you think. Yeah. So I guess the way we'll do this is I'll name off the candidates, and we'll just do an up-down kind of thing. So sure. I guess if you – just to avoid interruptions or like everyone talking over each other – if you voted for him, just say yes, and or I'll turn it over to each person. So we'll start with Bobby Abreu. We'll go alphabetical order. Josh, did you vote for Bobby Abreu? No. Zach, did you vote for Bobby Abreu? Absolutely not. <laughs> I did not either. But I will shout out Bobby Abreu. All right. I, we have like an ant. We have like an anti Hall of Fame. We're like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I did not realize how underrated this man was. Stop it. Stop I, it. I'm not – but no, here's what I want to say. Get some help. No, I'm I, I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. I'm saying he's underrated. Uh, steroids. <clears throat> Bobby Abreu didn't do steroids. Yeah, let's relax. But anyway, 
I feel like as time goes on, people are so hung up on putting underrated players in such a spotlight that I think Bobby Abreu was so underrated during his career that he's become overrated now. <laughs> he's definitely someone who borderline is 5% worthy. To get 15% of the ballot in year four feels a little much to me. But I think – and we see things like debates with guys like John Olerud and – other like guys who were underrated for a long time and there seems to be momentum to put these types of guys in the hall of fame. And I just don't think that there's really merit for that. It's the hall of fame, not the hall of underrated. I think it's totally fine to say a guy was underrated, but also a guy's not a hall of famer. And I think that's where Bobby Abreu belongs. So I'll leave it there. Unless anyone has anything to add on Bobby Abreu. No. Okay, so Bobby Abreu, I'm gonna. Uh, write no, hold on. I just want to. I just want to go back to Mr. Uh, he didn't do steroids. There's no conclusive evidence that he did steroids. <clears throat> but every time he got asked about steroids, he would never give a straight answer, saying, "No, I didn't take them." Okay. Okay, I did not know this. He was not one of the guys on my steroid radar. Sorry. And he's not a guy on a lot of people's steroid radar either, because a lot of people who won't vote for A Rod who vote for Abreu. Yeah. But going on further, I'm gonna assume no one picked Jose Bautista. Absolutely not. Really nice career, though. I mean, he looked like he was going to be nothing in Pittsburgh, but he... Yeah, uh, the best part of his career was getting punched in the face. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Can we put that (laughs) on a plaque? That was my favorite part. Can we just put that on a plaque? Just him with his face, like, suckered in? Yes. I would would very much enjoy that. Now, this is where our debate's really going to get testy. So I'm very interested to see this one. Carlos Beltran. So he has 2,700 hits, 435 home runs, an 837 OPS, and one big cheating scandal. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to start with Zach here and see his thoughts, and then I'll move it over to Josh. You're going to be surprised. I'm just a stickler sometimes. I said no. Uh, he just never – he didn't feel like that guy to me. I just voted no on him. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised, I have to say. No on Carlos Beltran. Any like particular reason or just the numbers just didn't match it for you? He just I don't know, never stood out to me. I mean, I look looking at the numbers, they're great. But I, I don't know. He just never felt like that guy to me personally. Interesting, because I feel like he's a guy who's right up your alley. But Josh, what'd you say? So uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I mean you already you already know what I'm gonna say. You already know what I'm gonna say. I think Beltran was a very good player. I think that he is underrated for his outfield work, especially I remember watching him on the Mets as a kid and being like, this guy makes you know, really deep, really hard catch fly balls look routine. He was a great fielder, and he was a great hitter. But I have to stand by my guns. And yes, he took the downfall for the cheating scandal. Was it his fault entirely? Absolutely not. But when he went out and admitted that it was basically his idea, and then nobody stopped me, so I'm just going to keep doing it, I will not put him in a Hall of Fame because of the cheating scandal. If there was no cheating scandal, I would put him in, but there was one, so no. He does not get my vote. Fair enough. I guess I'm the only one who voted for Carlos Beltran here. I'm honestly pretty surprised. Like I I figured that's where you were going to go, Josh, but after you voted for Pete Rose and Shoeless Joe last week, I figured like maybe it was just extending to the performance-dancing drug portion of cheating, but I I respect your consistency as a whole, so I'm not see, really going to argue much. The difference between, between, between 
okay, Pete Rose was betting, so I don't, I really don't feel like that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and Jackson took money to lose, as opposed to Beltron, who who cheated to win. To win, I, I get what you're saying. I understand that. Fair enough, but I'm gonna g- give you a sport, a actual in-game reason or statistical reason why I think he should be in. Uh, when you compare him to other shortstops, you know whether it's sabermetric or traditional stats, he is right there. A guy who he compares very well to is Andre Dawson. So he played less than a hundred game, you know, less than a hundred games fewer than Andre Dawson, but he had five more WAR. I know was a good for absolutely nothing. He had three less home runs than Andre Dawson. He had forty nine less hits than Andre Dawson. Uh, he had four less RBIs than Andre Dawson. He had the same batting average as Andre Dawson. He had a higher on base, higher slugging, higher OPS, and the same OPS plus as Andre Dawson. Okay. Made one more all-star team, won a title when Andre Dawson didn't. The only real difference is that Dawson won five more gold gloves and he won an MVP. So I think they compare very well to each other, and Andre mm-hmm. Dawson got in on the eighth or ninth ballot. I think Beltron in that level is right around there. So I did vote for him for a statistical basis, and kind of like you, Josh, I stuck to my guns on, you know, if I'm okay with steroids, I kind of have to hold my nose and be okay with this. Yeah, I think the question the question with Beltron, you know, for the actual writers here is, is, is going to be, you know, how do they value the cheating scandal? Yeah, because we'll find I, out. I just, I don't, statistically, he gets in. I don't see why you wouldn't. he absolutely gets in. Oh. I think he, in terms of comparing him to other shortstops, I think that he's there. So I, I didn't, not shortstop, center fielders rather, I apologize. But in terms of other center fielders, I think it's pretty set in stone that he belongs. But again, I, I respect the consistency of the, you know, if they cheated, they're out. I disagree with it, but I get it. I'd much rather have that than someone say, A-Rod shouldn't be in, but Andy Pettit should. Those annoy me. Mm-hmm. So I respect that. Our next one is a little bit less of a debate, probably. I think this is going to be a easy member. Adrian Beltre. So, Josh? Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. Zach? 100% yes. Um, 100% for Adrian Beltre. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the writers can at least contend. My question for you guys, though, do you think that he should get 100%? Can I go first on this? Go for it. <laughs> I literally wrote down, no, I don't think he should be voted in unanimously, but at the same time, I have no reason to vote against him, so I don't know what is going on. (laughs) I think that would be a really fun pot idea one day where we just go back in time and try to see, like, every Hall of Famer and see if we should be voted in. Just based on precedent, no, because, I mean, I was throwing out guys to you last week, and I said guys like Yogi and Koufax, and you're like, those are the guys you looked at. Yogi didn't even make a first ballot, by the way. Which is nuts. Um, eight but Kovacs, you can find a reason for it. You say that the, the numbers weren't enough. Okay. Um, but then you even look like, at That's Cobb. ridiculous, but people could say that. Like, some moron could say that and keep him from being unanimous. But maybe someone who's, who's a worse pitcher than Koufax maybe slips in as unanimous because you can't find a reason against him. I think that's what makes it thought-provoking. It's not who's the best player of all time. It's who can you find no holes in the case against. And I think that might be Adrian Beltre. Like, I think Adrian Beltre is a better – is not a better player than Brooks Robinson. No. But I can poke a hole in Brooks Robinson's candidacy by pointing out some of his hitting rate stats, for example. I Um, think everybody should vote for Beltre just for how many times he smacked uh, Elvis Andrews on on the back of the head. I'm with that too. 
I'm all for that. I mean, to, to me, nothing is nothing will ever be funnier than that one game. I don't remember where it was, but he was standing like outside of the on deck circle, and the umpire was like, "Oh, you gotta gotta go stand the on deck circle." So he literally just picks it up and pushes <laughs> it over three feet where he was standing. Like I am standing here and I'm doing what I want, and he got thrown out. That was hilarious. Well, it's a testament to who Beltre was. He was a just a fun guy. He was fun. I think he was great. And I think he's a no-doubt Hall of Famer. I think he's very worthy of being the first BBWAA Championship or Bust Hall of Famer. Yay. Right now we have our fifth member. Congratulations, Adrian Beltre. Um, we will move forward with a someone who's a little more borderline, very fond career, uh, fun to remember career, Mark Burley. So, does anyone in particular want to start this one? I can go. I I sat there, but again, I don't know. I'm just so – a lot of these borderline guys, I tend to vote no one unless some numbers really jump out at me. doesn't even have 2K strikeouts. I know he – I wonder if Wayno is going to be a good comparison because I know Wayno just got a 200th win and all that. So, they might be comparable down the line, but I voted no for Burley. Well, you know, I'll run a stat head comp, actually, while Josh is going. Go ahead. Yeah, I also said no. None of the stats particularly jump out at me. You know, he was he was pretty good for, for, for a while, but, uh, you know, he got no Cy Youngs. He was top top five in Cy Young voting one time in his, in his career. He was a good player, but I don't think he was a great player. Yeah, um, 100% agree. Yeah, yeah uh, we're unanimous here. We're definitely unanimous here. I mean, he was a guy who I was very surprised to see get 5%, and I like Mark Burley. I respect Mark Burley. But the idea that Carlos Delgado and Johan Santana and Jim Edmonds and Lance Berkman all fell below the 5% mark because they were on a more crowded ballot while Mark Burley gets to hang out for four or five years, I think is ridiculous. <laughs> it honestly bothers me. Um, looking at the comp here to Adam Wainwright, Adam Wainwright has a better winning percentage. He lost four, he, he won 14 less games. And he lost 32 less games, so he has a slightly better win percentage. Um, he has a .3 higher, a, high, a .3 better ERA than Burley. Their ERA plus is around the same. Wainwright has more strikeouts in less games. They both have a title. Burley has two more All Star appearances. I don't think Wainwright's a Hall of Famer. I don't think Burley's a Hall of Famer either. Agreed. Burley's WAR is significantly higher, uh, but he's under 60. And I never thought of Burley as that guy. I, he had the no he the perfect game with Dwayne Wise's catch, which is very memorable, but I'm just not there on Mark Burley. So yeah, I'll be honest. If if I didn't know he had that perfect game, I probably wouldn't even know who he was. Yeah, it's funny though. Other than Adrian Beltre, we you guys haven't made a vote yet. I'm the only one who voted other than Beltre. It's interesting. Yeah, there's, there's still a lot of names left on the list. Yeah, only on worry. B, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> It'll be tough out there. All right. It's time for the best candidate on this list. Oh, no. Bartolo Big <laughs> Sexy Cologne. Uh, I'll start this one. Um, he definitely has an interesting case. I don't think it's a crazy thought. Uh, he has the most wins of a Latin American pitcher ever, which – is the start of the case. Unfortunately, that's also where the case ends. Uh, he has a 4.12 ERA, which for me, I mean, I, I know how I sound kind of hypocritical saying that I don't like people who say that war is a deal breaker, but to me, an ERA over four is an automatic no, no matter what. I just can't get on board with that. I know he pitched forever. I know he was fun. 
Um, ERA plus of 106, not great. He has that one Cy Young Award that he should not have won. Sorry. And he also <laughs> got popped for a steroid test. And as much as we had that conversation about steroids where I'm quote-unquote pro-steroids, to me, if you are a steroid guy, if I'm voting for you, you have to be a clear-cut Hall of Famer. I don't, I don't go borderline when you have a steroid case against you. So that's just where I'm at with Bartolo Colon. I'll pass it over to Josh because I already know his answer. Yeah. <laughs> I love Vic Sexy. You know, the time he was on the Mets was fun. When he hit the home run, it was great. But <laughs> steroids or not, the guy's not a Hall of Famer. And then he had steroids on top of that? Absolutely not. Zach? Yeah, I just echo Sherm here. He's great. It's a good story about his longevity. Like, love the Expos thing. Um, other than that, though, not a Hall of Famer. Sorry. Another he's guy. a great dude. Don't get me wrong. He, he was is. a great. He was a great clubhouse presence when the Mets had all those really young pitchers. But the guy's not a Hall of Famer. Another guy that I don't think we're going to take too much time on, but tip of the cap that he made the ballot, Adrian Gonzalez. Anybody have anything to add on him? Nope. Uh, no, he's stuck as a Dodger. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's your reason. <laughs> but no, like he was a good first baseman for a long time. I mean, I he belongs on the ballot. He might get a vote. But he's one of those guys that he, he no. comes and goes. No. He was a good player. You know, he started late. He retired early. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Nothing nothing about his stats overall pop out at me. Nope. War is not up there. He was a good player, not a great player. Sounds good. So we're going to continue on here with someone who will have a little bit more time to talk about. And that is Mr. Todd Helton. He's in his sixth year of eligibility. He came I think like 16, 17 votes shy. Actually, I think 11 votes shy last year. And he's probably going to get in this year. Uh, definitely a course Fields uh, conundrum, if you want to call it that. But for me, it's an easy yes. I wasn't a yes for a, a while, I have to say. Uh, but I've definitely come around on it. I just think if – I don't care where you're playing, but if you – are hitting 316 and a 953 OPS, you belong. And I'm not going to hold the fact that he got that he got on the wrong team against him. So to me, Todd Helton's an easy yes. I'll turn it over to Zach. Yeah, um, I agree with Mike on this one. I was staring at his numbers for a while. In the beginning when he was on the ballot at first, I was a no. Um, but once these weaker guys start getting in, I really sat there and thought like the batting title really sold it for me. I think he was batting, what, 372 that year or something? Something absolutely crazy. Four silver sluggers. Like, he's got the borderline numbers, and I put him over the top. So, yeah, I'm going to go yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'll be honest. When I first when I first went through the list, I uh, did not have him on mine. And then uh, when I went back around to, you know, check my work, I, I was like, you know, there's other guys that I put in for reasons, and I can't. <laughs> and I can't use that same reason to deny him to get in. Uh, you know, you know, like you said, the, the, the course field uh, conundrum is always, is always kind of, kind of picky, but yeah, it's hard to deny a guy that hit 316 for his whole career. I know, I know Zach, he was definitely putting him in there because he, he loves those contact hitters, but uh, I mean, he still had some pop, he, you know, he hit the uh, 369 home runs and uh, his wars up there. It, it's not the highest, but uh, it, it's on the low end of par for first baseman. So I, I, I got to put him in. He gets a yes from me. So Todd Helton, our second BBWAA Hall of Fame member of Championship Robust. So, 
So far, we have I have Beltron, Beltray, Helton, and you both have Beltray, Helton. Correct? No one else. Correct. I'm correct. doing percentage rankings, and then I'm writing out the ballots because I'll put some of these out on the Twitter later once we post this. Uh, I'll make the ballot similar to the Not Mr. Tibbs uh, format, and we'll have some fun with it. So we are up to um, probable one and done, but like I said before, we mentioned a little bit Matt Holiday. Uh, if anybody wants to discuss him, but 299 batting average, 889 OPS, 132 OPS plus, 316 home runs. Surprisingly, very good career. That I mean, I, we we always knew he was a yeah. good player, but I don't think I remembered him being this good. I uh, made seven All Star teams, won a batting title, uh, four time Silver Slugger. The more I read him, the the harder it is for me to say that he's a clear no. I don't think he's a clear no, but I am a no um i'll turn it over to zach yeah uh i'm just agreeing with you again 100 i really sat there they jump like you know when you're going through the ballot you're just like you're thinking it's like you know not the best career and you go whoa like all these accolades jump out at you and you don't realize how good he was almost basically a career 300 hitter it was nuts to see all that like i knew it was good didn't know he was that good uh, he's a little borderline, though. I, I did have to go no, but I did think about it. Josh? Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't really think about this one at all. <laughs> this, was, this was a pretty clear-cut no for me. I mean, uh, I will say his, his stats were a lot better than, than I thought, to be, to be honest with you. I mean, he was really good in, in the mid to late 2000s. And, uh, you know, right before I really got serious into watching and looking at guys, and, and, and you know, in, in, the, in the 2010s, he was, he was all right. But, you know, he was getting old. He was getting older. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, the average war for a left fielder is 20 higher than him. So, I, you can't put him in for war. And none of his stats really jump out at me. So, no, I can't. He does. Uh, he, he did have a really good career. He has some nice accolades. He was a good player. But definitely not Hall of Fame worthy. If you had to vote for one, Matt Holiday or Bobby Abreu? Oh, God. Uh, Holiday. Yeah, I, I agree. Go Holiday. So I wouldn't be mad if Matt Holiday hung on the ballot. I mean, I think he's the best non-Hall of Fame, he, like the best clear no on this group. Where like, you know, he makes you think just enough, but it's still a no. And he almost gives you like that remorse where you want to vote him, but you're just not there. That's where I'm at with Matt Holiday. And it's honestly a perfect segue to the next person because this is how I felt about this guy. And that's Tory Hunter. Josh, I'll let you start. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I I felt pretty similar with Hunter and, and, and Holiday. They were both good players for a decent amount of time. But uh, no, I, I I can't I can't put Hunter in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Holiday I think Holiday, uh, especially at his peak, was better. I think Hunter stuck around for more years. But, uh, you know, again, you know, the war is not there. It's 20 under your average center fielder. He was a good player for, for quite a long time, but uh, not a great player again. I mean, I have a case for him, but I'll save it for the next guy. But, Zach, <laughs> go ahead. Give me yours. Uh, no. I, Torrey Hunter, I mean, he's, yeah, more like a longevity stack compiler. I know he's a fan favorite of yours, Mike, but I, I didn't really think about it too much. No. Yeah, I like Tory Hunter a lot. I did say no, but the reason why I was hesitant is because our next candidate is a ver- has a very similar career, and that's Andrew Jones. So Andrew Jones is one of, and we've said this before, one of 
four players in MLB history to have 400 home runs and 10 gold gloves. Uh, Torrey Hunter has nine gold gloves and 353 home runs. He's close. He's not quite there. So I said no to Torrey Hunter, but just being part of that 410 gold glove club did make me say yes to Andrew Jones, and he's getting a lot closer. He's 58.1% last year. He did fall short of 2,000 hits, which is something that I do look for, and he did only have a 254 batting average, which I do think still matters. But I think being so skilled in two areas of the game as a power hitter and as a gold glove center fielder, I did put Andrew Jones in. And I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this. So I'll start with Josh. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think that this, this should even be up for debate and why he's not in already I think is kind of disgraceful. The guy's got 400 home runs and 10 gold gloves. Interesting. I mean, like, I'm surprised because, like, if you're such an adamant no on Hunter, I'm surprised that, like, Jones was that well, much. He, okay, so here, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing to me, the difference between Hunter and, and Jones is that Jones had 10 extra war, and Jones had another 100 home runs or 85 home runs in about 1,300 less at-bats. Wow. Very fair. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're putting the guy in for being a home run hitter. This guy was a pure home run hitter and a gold glove, multi, multi, multi gold glove center fielder. Absolutely. I mean, I'm all for Andrew Jones. Zach. Yeah, uh, the under two thousand hit thing really did hurt for me to vote, but I did vote yes. Um, your stat on this sold me years ago. Whenever you first told me this stat, I actually couldn't believe it. And, it sold um, me. I get it. Yeah. So you sold me on him. It's a yes. So we do have another Hall of Fame member. So we, we all match on everything so far. The only difference is Carlos Beltran. This is making for a very boring debate episode because we all agree on everything. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, th- I think, I think it's gonna. There's the names at the end are a little. Yeah, we're yeah. on the first half of the alphabet. <laughs> well, let's save our time here. Victor Martinez. Does anyone say yes here? No. No. no but Tiger's legend. Nice career. No, nothing against him. Nice career. This is one that I think we might have a little disagreement on, and I'm gonna hold off until the end. Um, Zach, go Mauer. Uh, I did go yes. I thought the three batting titles, especially as a catcher, is absolutely nuts. This guy was the best catcher in the league for, uh, what, like five to seven years at that point. Um, I, I did go yes on him. Josh? Yeah, I mean, you can sit here and say that he had a short career, or a shorter career, but I, I, I think this is a no-brainer. I don't think this should be up for debate at all whatsoever. Guy has a career 300 hitter. His war is right around where catcher war is. He is a three-time batting champion and an MVP winner. I mean, he carried that Minnesota team for a long time. This is a no-brainer. He's a Hall of Famer. Jesus Christ, guys. Stop agreeing with me. I love this uh... stuff. But, yeah, we we definitely have a group think here. Joe Maurer was actually a guy who I wanted to start a Twitter campaign for because it makes me nauseous the fact that people forgot how great he was. Yeah, I'm seeing these polls comparing him to his contemporaries like Buster Posey and Yadi Molina. There's no way that they're better than him. It's not even close to me. You're a catcher. You win three batting titles. I get some of it was part of the DH because of his concussion. But catching takes out a lot on the knees. And catching causes a lot of injuries in and of itself. 
because you're putting so much stress on your body. The fact that he won three batting titles in spite of being a catcher, whether he still was at the time full-time or part-time, doesn't matter. To me, it's a no-brainer. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer with 90% of the vote, and it's disgusting that he's probably going to sit on the ballot for a couple of years. It yeah. really shouldn't take that long. Agreed. So, Joe Maurer is a clear yes for me. We now have four members of the same thing. The only difference so far is me with Beltron, and I'm honestly stunned that that was where the difference was, at least with me and Zach. But <laughs> I, I just like to go back for a second that uh, this comparison between uh, him, uh, Maurer, Molina, and and, and Posey. Yeah, I don't know how any sane person could sit there and even compare those three guys. Not even. I guess slightly. because I guess because they were the best like three catchers of the you know, two thousands and twenty tens. I guess sure. is why they'd be lumped together. But I just it's just three guys who had really different careers. To me, Posey, if he had not given up on baseball when COVID started, would probably be in this conversation. But he just he doesn't. He simply does not have the numbers to to play after he played basically eleven years. Do you guys think and Molina is not a Hall of Famer at all, period, whatsoever, and it's a disgrace that he's even considered, in my opinion. I would put Molina in, but I held my nose for a while. Once he got over 2,000 hits as a catcher with the with the nine gold gloves, that was enough for me. But I get where you're coming from with that. I understand why people are against it. Buster Posey, I would not vote for, but I think a lot of people will vote for. I think he'll have the easiest time getting into the three. I would not vote for Posey, but I, I would, would but I would yeah, absolutely I would. vote for him over Molina in a heartbeat, no yes. question. I just like the intangibles thing, and I, I guess I fell into that trap of just the the importance of him on those Cardinals teams. I think he's but, hey, Posey who, also won three World Series, so if you're gonna start talking about importance in World Series, Posey still got your beat. Yeah, but Posey only has fifteen hundred hits. I I think the peak wasn't long enough. I he only had a well. That's one the thing. He only played. I know. He played, 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 played twelve seasons. Yanni played probably COVID. three more years than he should have. Also, if we're being completely frank. Yes, but he got the two thousand as a yeah. catcher. That's hard. I, I I see the arguments on both, and that's definitely one we'll talk about in future years. But I guess we'll move forward with the alphabetical list. So we do have a lot of fluff coming up here. Uh, but an interesting debate topic here. I already know where Josh is going with this. Um, Paul, oh, I start with him. What? I wonder why. It's Andy Pettit. It's Andy Pettit. I love me some Andy Pettit. Don't get me wrong. But he took Royd, so no. Zach? Uh, I hate to vote no on him. His numbers don't get him in. Um, but if you do look, he has the most Game 6 wins in a playoff, like starting Game 6 wins in the playoffs, I believe, still. Um, I just Sometimes I feel like that should be really considered – Game him being six clutch. wins. Yeah, oh most my god. Game clinching wins, something like that. It's a great game six wins. No, no, dude. don't even say. It. Don't. No. No. Game it's, clinching wins. Oh. And, uh, series clinching wins and game six wins are very different. Something like this. I think it's something like that. He has great stats in the postseason, but no. He was a guy who I almost thought about, and I've actually argued with my friend who's a Red Sox fan. He insists Pettit should be in. Oh, I think that was mind. Yeah, that's, but that's nuts. A three point eight five ERA. He was never the best pitcher on his own team. You know, he was always in the shadow of either CeCe Sabathia or Roger Clemens, David Cohen, etc. Uh, 3.85 ERA, 1.351 whip. And again, for me, if you're a steroid guy, you have to be a clear cut, no doubt. And he's just not. So I say no to Andy Pettit. Moving forward, um, this should be a quick one with all due respect to him. Definitely belongs on the ballot, but Brandon Phillips, anyone anyone want to make a case for Brandon Phillips here? 
uh, I'd like to make a case for why he doesn't even deserve to be on the ballot at all, period. This man has 28 war. 28 wins above replacement. Fun fact, though. Yeah, I don't even know, I don't even know how this guy war. made the ballot. This guy was laugh? never this guy was never in an MVP race at all in his career. Ever. Not one time. More, he has more war than someone who has 68% of the vote that we'll talk about later. So oh I hope you keep the same energy. I don't I don't know how in any in any universe that this man is even on yeah, the no, ballot. Absolutely not. You should be ashamed I, if you're I, I, I don't I don't get it like at all whatsoever. I really don't. I, re- I, I really just don't get it. He was around forever, and he was well liked. Nick Swisher got on the ballot. It's the same breath here, like that. Nick Swisher. <laughs> oh my God! Do not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. Brett Gardner will be on a ballot at least. Oh I my I will God! For hours and debate Zach on it. I don't care if he has no chance. I don't care you if he doesn't. Not I will voting find for Brett Gardner. That's what, that's the Twitter account. Brett Gardner. No, Brett no. Gardner for Hall sure, of Fame. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> I'm gonna make a hypothetical Hall of Fame plaque of like 150 words, just for Zach's amusement. I'll find Good a case. Lord. Don't you worry. I will make a case. All right, moving on. This is gonna be an easy one. It's gonna be two out of three. It's gonna be the first time Josh and Zach disagree. It's Manny Ramirez. Josh is gonna say no. <laughs> Zach's gonna say yes. Am I wrong there? Mystic Mac out here. <laughs> It doesn't take a genius to figure that right? out. Is he right, Zach? Is he right? He's absolutely right. Manny deserves to be oh. in. Okay, Manny well, you're a lunatic. And I can't believe that you're causing him to not become a member of our hall, <laughs> our hallowed hall. Uh, because he was an absolute steroid user. There's no Who question cares? about it. Yeah, boo. <laughs> what is the purpose of sports? To entertain us. He sacrificed his body to help his teams win. And as a fan, I appreciate that. He's probably I mean, that's one way to put it. Years before he should, because he was on so many steroids and so many estrogen <laughs> supplements to try to get, negate the testosterone. But it as, as a Yank, as a Yankee fan, oh, I shouldn't say it out loud. Uh oh. He's coming. Don't worry. Two more people, and we're talking about him. Mm. And I'm, I'm listen, using the same argument. So just to recap listen. so far, what? Big steroid user, no question about but Josh, it. Josh yes, Ortiz is a great in. player. Yeah. Let him in. Player. I understand is Ortiz in. is in, and the hole is absolutely painted, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for him anyway. Josh, Ooh. not only did Ortiz is in, Bud Selig is in. <laughs> oh yeah, he it's like Gary Bettman is going to make the NHL the NHL yeah. Hall of Fame when he's the biggest dumbass the world's ever seen. Dude, you know, it's the way it is. Doesn't mean <laughs> I'm going to condone in. it. I don't have to condone it whether I, you know, Evan's just because in, some right? other idiots inv- voted him in. I don't have to condone it. I will not condone putting Manny Ramirez in the Hall of Fame. Sorry. Oh, man. I just don't know. Uh, all right. Now you can boo me all you want. I, I'm, Mickey Mantle be in then for amphetamines? What, what, what are our thoughts on Mickey? Yeah. Should Hank well, they were all doing coke. They were all doing coke in the 80s. Honestly. <laughs> How about this? Frank Thomas is the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's doing testosterone commercials. Is he really? Was he doing testosterone <laughs> while he was in the league? Genetics commercials. That's testosterone supplements. Was it? What, was he? Was he doing them when he was playing? Don't be naive. We don't know. We don't know. Was he doing don't them when he was playing? Don't Did they catch him naive. doing it when he was playing? Don't be naive. Did they catch him doing <laughs> it when he was playing? Did they catch Bonds? No, he didn't fail a test. No, they didn't catch Bonds. They caught Manny. I'll give you that. They did not catch yeah. Bonds. And they did not catch someone else on this list that we'll be discussing later. Well, uh, he kind of incriminated himself. I don't know about all all that. Um, Who Bonds? No, A Rod. <laughs> oh no! Well, he I'm got caught. I'm talking about someone further down. 
Oh, A-Rod got caught. Okay. He's different. Yeah. We'll talk about that one later. Moving forward, Jose Reyes. I love this guy, but no. I mean, no. anyone want to say yes here? Anyone want to make an argument? Remember when he sat out the last day of the season or something to win the batting title? So his average went down. Batting title, yep. I remember that. <laughs> he does have the most stolen bases of anyone on this list, if that means anything to anybody. He has 517. No. Um, I mean, Jose Reyes of the uh, of the you know the mid two thousands was an absolute animal. He absolutely absolute was. Animal. Yes, that uh, team was so loaded, man. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, he fell off really, really hard. <laughs> uh, and then finished his career like absolute crap, absolute crap. Like not even, not even any crap. And uh, it is another guy who's you know, I, I mean, he's got a better case than Brandon Phillips. Don't get me wrong, but I just I don't know why he's on the list either. I I don't say it. It it doesn't take a lot to get on these lists. It, yeah. The whole point is like, could could someone like basically the six people on the screening committee and two have to say that they at least should be on the ballot to get him on the ballot. So two did, and there he is. Mm. So Those two should uh, lose their right to vote. <laughs> so we're the first seventeen out of twenty six. So we have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine left. Uh, just to recap, just to make sure that I have this right, I have Beltron, Beltre, Helton, Jones, Maurer, and Manny Ramirez. Zach, you have Beltre, Helton, Jones, Maurer, Ramirez. Josh, you have Beltre, Helton, Jones, and Maurer. Correct on my end. Correct. Zachy? Yep. All right. Moving on to another one that's going to be like another part two of the steroid debate, Alex Rodriguez. Take <sighs> The, I'm gonna let the fake Yankee fan go first, and I apologize. Okay. Zach. Wow! I told you a fake Yankee fan. I was wrong. You are right, wow. This is this is the most toxic thing I've ever heard. You are not voting well, for the Philly fan here. You are a saying that I'm the bigger oh faker. Gross Yankee fan! How dare you? He won us the World Series in '09 pretty much by himself. Oh, good. You were talking about Sherm. Good. Thank you. Yes, listen, I was listen, Zach, I was wrong. You you voted for A-Rod, correct, Zach? Of course I did. So you are a legit Yankee fan. You're voting Thank for you. A-Rod because he helped us win, and we appreciate that. He no carried matter. us Listen, that play. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love A-Rod. He was my favorite player really growing up. Are you he's joking right my, now? He's still one of my favorite players. That is such a lie. He's still favorite players. That's such a lie. For him. But that doesn't mean what? he should be a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. Oh my. You have open slots, you said. Check the yeah. box. <laughs> I'm not checking the wrong. There's no way you have. I will stand. I will stand by my morals here. He will There's not. There's no way you're picking six out of in, these last nine. There's gosh, no he shot. is one of the top. I didn't like, say. Who said I picked ten? Nobody said I picked ten. I top can't ten third baseman all time. You top ten third baseman. Fraud Total fraud clown show. <laughs> clown, show. clown show. Clown show. You're the clown show clown voting show. for cheaters. Oh. Who cares? <laughs> I Everyone care. Cheated. Everyone cheated. Let's Everyone on. cheated. And if they didn't, then they didn't play hard enough. Oh, my God. It's all about entertainment. I, don't Listen, I like A-Rod. He was a great we player. Won a title because of Alex Rodriguez. Yes, we did. I can't disagree with you. Doesn't mean he's not a cheater. Ooh. All right, so he's we're not going to repay him baseman. for all of his hard work to help us win championships. Just because no. he put a needle in him. He sacrificed no, years. I can't. I can't. I can't repay him after having to listen to him on Sunday Night Baseball all these years. It, it kind of feels like he's trying to hurt me. That's oh. relatively valid. However, <laughs> <laughs> disgrace, disgrace. He needs to Total be in. disgrace to the Bronx. 
right, whatever. It was the night before Christmas, went all through the Bronx. Josh was a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. God, you, the, I don't, I don't care. You, you can, you can roast me all you want, but I am not going to vote for these steroid guys. Sorry. This will come back to haunt you, Sharon. Just I'm sure it will. I'm sure at some point you're, I'm, there's going to be a guy on my list and be like, oh, he did steroids. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'm not going to change my vote. I can't wait for that. <laughs> so, right now I have seven guys checked off. Zach has six guys checked off. Josh has four guys checked off. Oh, and I thought so, I was a stickler. Our next no, I know. I know. I, I'm waiting because I know there's one guy on the list that, that I'm going to get roasted for. I already oh, know. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It, and it was not, and it was it, not him. It's not A-Rod and it was not Manny. I, I think I know who it is. I know where this is going. Beloved, <laughs> or is it your beloved? We it's can not discuss. My, it's not it. my beloved, not but, beloved. I, but, oh. but but I know that one's gonna. We're gonna have a debate over that. One. Oh yeah, we will. But I we expected that one to be picked. Yes. you. and I may or may not have picked them too. So I'm not gonna say either way. My goal. My goal. Uh, moving on. Number nineteen, Francisco Rodriguez. K-Rod, so a little bit of background on him. He actually does have the lowest war on this list, in part because he is a relief pitcher. He has a 2.86 ERA, which is lower than some closers in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he has 437 saves, which is still good for fourth all time. That will likely be passed next year by one or both of Craig Kimbrell and Kenley Jansen. But currently the three people above him are Hall of Famers. Uh, he also does hold the all-time saves record with 62 with the Angels. Uh, prior to going to the Mets, having a domestic violence case with his girlfriend's father, and his career ultimately flaming out. <laughs> so, I'll begin with Zach here. Interested to your thoughts. He had 10.8% in year one, which is around where Wagner started. Yeah, my thoughts are going to be pretty simple on this. Um, for closers, obviously they're very stack and piley, so I would only really consider you if you're one of the greatest of all time. That's Mo, that's Hoffman, guys like that. Um, we, we're going to get to Wagner later. I think it's a disgrace that he has a chance of making it. I don't think he deserves it. I'm not, sure being, I'm not trying to be like a dick, but uh, no. We'll discuss later. And it's going to be a no for me from K-Rod as well. And the fact that you mentioned Craig Kimbrell passing him is just disgusting because he also does not need to be in the Hall of Fame. So, no. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to get flamed here. I think this man is an absolute no-doubt Hall of Famer. What? Wow. What? Whoa. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I oh don't know why this is even up for debate. Hey, go ahead, elaborate, please. I, I, I mean, dude, the guy is up there on the list of, of career of career saves. He is he's fourth on the list. Oh my God. Uh, you know, he he had a really good career. He almost won a Cy Young three times as a closer. He almost won MVP as a closer. So I, I just I don't I don't I don't see why this is up for debate. We're gonna you know, let Josh? Joe Nathan in. We're gonna let we're gonna let Craig Not Kimball nothing, in. Josh. Well, okay. Well, so okay. So, so the thing, so the thing is, Zach, is you're saying that oh, we're just not going to let any relievers in. This, this isn't 1920 where they didn't have relievers. Like, why are these guys just oh, they're a reliever? You know, screw that guy. I'm not going to put him in the Hall of Fame. I, I feel like that's a really shitty way to think about it. I don't know. I just think. You know, Josh. You oh, thought no. you were getting your flame for this. Oh no. You thought you was that the guy? You I did. You I did. I I thought I thought you were gonna flame me for this. I'm not gonna flame specifically you know why. over the the, the girlfriend's father thing. You know why I'm not gonna flame you? Why? I voted for him too. I'm gonna kill you. Oh wow! Look at that. <sighs> Jackie's the moron he here. Absolutely belongs in the whole. I, like, oh I shouldn't my say absolutely god. I think he's absolutely the tenth best player on this list. I'm borderline on whether or not I would put him. I I pick, He was the tenth guy that I picked to have that tenth guy. 
But no, I'm liberal on relievers. I'll just say it straight up. You know, I think every reliever who's in right now belongs there, and I would honestly add probably a couple more. I think Dan Quisenberry belongs in the Hall of Fame, and that's a guy we'll talk about in future episodes. I think Billy Wagner does belong, spoiler alert. Um, I think Francisco Rodriguez belongs, and I'm honestly not opposed to Craig Kimbrell and Kenley Jansen. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez does hold the single-season saves record, which has not been broken for over 10 years. That is a pretty significant mark. I understand that saves are a circumstantial stat, but he did it. He had the opportunities, and he took advantage of it. So I don't see a problem with putting him in. I, Like I said, we'll have the Kimbrel debate and the Jansen debate many years down the line, um, but I think he's honestly right in line with Mo Hoffman and uh, Wagner. He's obviously not quite at the Mo level, but I don't think it's crazy to say that he's at the Wagner level by any means. I honestly wasn't super against Joe Nathan. He fell below the ballot, but even Jay Jeffy voted for him. And I disagree on some things Jay Jeffy does. That was not one of the votes that I disagreed with that much. So yeah, I voted for Francisco Rodriguez. And I honestly, the more I look at him, the more confident I am in his case. The one thing that made me pause was his comparisons to Craig Kimbrell and Kenley Jansen. But then it kind of made me think, hey, maybe Craig Kimbrell and Kenley Jansen belong too. So that'll be something Uh, I think about in 10 years. Disgusting. Moving forward, I, I just I just don't I don't understand I don't understand Zach's logic here. I, just because he's a closer, I, I mean this, this guy is the fourth most saves of all time. I think it's a very dinosaur take. I, I think he sound like it's the old boomer writers where. Yes, it is. That's how fourth, I feel. I don't know. Times is, and I'm not trying to clown you too much because like he's a 10.9 percent guy. There were talks of him not making the five percent last year. But he's starting. I'm not trying to clown him because we're gonna have the same same conversation in two minutes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> then I can clown him again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Josh, that was probably the biggest plot twist of this episode. I did not expect anyone to agree with me on this one, and I don't think you expected anyone to agree with you either. No, I did not. <laughs> did not. Right, that was some live reaction, man. I uh, love yeah, that. Yeah. that was good. All right, number twenty, Jimmy Rollins, Josh's <laughs> love double play partner. Um, he did win an MVP. Uh, he does have a below 100 OPS plus. Yeah. Um, he has over two, uh, almost 2,500 hits. Uh, was instrumental on that on those Phillies teams. Uh, he's in his third ballot. He had 12.9% last year. I'll begin with Zach. I feel like I've been starting with Josh a lot. No, it's a joke if you vote for him. The guys that are voting for him, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely not. Josh. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with, with Zachy here on this one. I, I, I don't uh, – he had one really, 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 really good season. <laughs> and then he was a good player. But, uh, yeah, not Hall of Fame worthy. Not even close. But, yeah, I definitely think that as a whole, that team was so perfectly timed in all of their peaks. They all were able to – come together at the right time, and then immediately fall off a cliff. So, in a way, they're kind of similar to uh, 98 Braves, but 98 Braves. not quite there. Because they actually got to finish the job. So, sorry, Mr. Wallen. But anyway, we move forward. Um, our next person is a very interesting one coming up. I already know one person's answer, but I'm really more interested to hear the other person's answer. 
So it's Gary Sheffield. I'm already going to mark him down as under 100% because I know Josh is not going to vote for him. Josh, anything you want to say besides the steroid stuff? Uh, no, no, you already got a cover. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now he's not even defending himself anymore. <laughs> I save your breath. Why should I? He did steroids. I, I, I made my position very clear on this. Once again, fraud Yankee fan, but slightly less of a fraud because Sheffield wasn't on the team that won us the title. Listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen. You can flame me. For for all this shit, but at least I've made a made a position and I've stuck to it. Okay, you have. I'll give you that. No, I respect that. I respect that. You put your morals over your fandom, which for that can be unforgivable. <laughs> oh, I actually, wrote- okay. Hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can't say that and be like, oh, you put your morals over your fandom because you didn't vote for Aaron. Well, Manny Ramirez was like the biggest Yankee killer ever. And I didn't vote for his ass, and you two idiots did. So I'd much rather vote for both the Yankee and the Red Sox than not vote for the Yankee at all. Uh-huh. I can respect greatness on the other side while also yes. honoring my own. I still hate Ortiz, though. Like I Especially when Ortiz is already sitting there with a plaque <laughs> yeah. and an ugly mug. Yeah. So we might as well have Manny's ugly mug right next to him. Yeah, I agree. But uh, So, Zach, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on Gary Sheffield. So Gary Sheffield's in his last season on the ballot, 10th year. He was at 55%. He's right around where Larry Walker was, but I, I'm going to be real. I don't think he has any real shot to get in this year because of people like Josh are not going to budge on their stance, which I get. Um, so I think he's going to end up in that Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, Abyss in the Veterans Committee uh, for years to come. But in terms of the vote, how do you feel about him? Yeah, um, on pure numbers, definitely. I think it's funny. I was sitting there for a minute and like really debating it. But if, I mean, he's better than half the guys on the ballot that we're even speaking about. Um 500 home runs, 20, almost 2,700 hits, basically a career, almost a career 300 hitter. Um, he, he is a yes for me on the numbers. I agree. I, I mean, he's another guy where when you compare him position by position, his war is actually a little lower than you'd think, but he compiled a lot of numbers. He got the 500 home runs, and he had a 292 career batting average alongside a 140 OPS plus. So he's another steroid guy, but I, I think he's – good enough as a Hall of Fame candidate to be in despite that. And I guess that's kind of a special treatment thing, but I'm going to stick with my high ground there. You know, if you have to be a clear-cut candidate, I think Sheffield qualifies. So I did put him in. Um, I think this guy's going to be definitely be another 100% guy. So right now we have four 100% guys, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, and Joe Maurer. And I think James Shields. Uh, I, I would just like to say before you go on, I would say before you go on that if, Sheff, uh, if Sheffield did not take steroids, I, I would vote for him. He does have the numbers. Okay. Continue. Fair enough. <laughs> you ruined my joke, you uh, rock blocker. Anyway, um, so we have 400% candidates Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Joe Maurer, and our fifth 100% candidate will be James Shields. Do we all agree? <laughs> No? Okay, fine. Zero percent it is. Uh, what what are you what are you sniffing? <laughs> uh peace, love, and happiness. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. We'll see. He has about a that. 4.01 ERA, so for me that's a deal breaker right off the bat. Believe <laughs> it or not, his ERA is better than Bartolo Colon's. Okay, so he should be nowhere near the ballot. And I, I I can't say that that's really much of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that really is much of a surprise. But don't worry, Bartolo Colon's gonna get a higher percentage. So Fair anyway, favorite, that's because they just like them more. Yes. It's all about who you like. Absolutely. It's all about who you like. All right, moving forward. The moment Josh has been waiting five years for. Oh no. Chase, uh, if you vote no, ugly. you're dead. For, you're dead to me. Chase ugly. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, <laughs> so funny. 
for this. You're so good. Yeah, pitch us one more time. time. Pitch it. Listen, listen, listen. Chase Utley was the best second baseman, hands down, in baseball in the 2000s. And if you say Robson Cano, I was going to say that. Okay. Yes, he was a close second. <laughs> Kent. But now we also yeah, know Jeff he was Kent, early 2000s. There you go. We're gonna talk about that. In that stretch from 06 to 2010, was the best second baseman in baseball. Okay, I don't think you can refute that. That's fair, but not a lot of competition. No, but that is honestly that is the reason why Atlee gets in the Hall of Fame. If you look at Atlee's stats and you compare them to other greats, I can see why you would say no. If you look at Utley's stats, and you compare him specifically to second baseman, and you look at War in particular, Utley is middle of the pack Hall of Fame. Now, Utley was my favorite player growing up, so he holds a special place in my heart. I will vote for him, no matter what happens. But I think that you can make a legitimate case, based upon all the War, Jaws, all that that shit that Mike hates. War, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. He is a Hall of Famer based upon those stats. Without question, at second base, specifically at second base, you have to look at it by position. Which, for me, for every player, I look at it by position. It's it's very difficult to compare a center fielder to a first baseman or a pitcher to blah blah blah. You know, right? Valid. So yes, Chase Utley is a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Who can forget all the home runs he hit in the World Series? <laughs> I can't. So not only did you not vote for Alex Rodriguez, you voted for a guy who hit like twenty home runs against us in that same. Yeah, the series. real Philly fan over here. You still here. want to call yourself a Yankee fan? The real Philly fan. So Philly fan. Listen, I didn't. Hold on, hold on. I didn't root for the Phillies. <laughs> you might as well. Oh, he was my favorite player growing up. Did you smile when he hit those home runs? No, but I can tell you when I did smile was when I was at the Met game when Noah Syndergaard got thrown out <laughs> by throwing behind Utley, <laughs> and then Utley proceeded. Two home runs, including a grand slam. That was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I was there, and that was the greatest day of my life. I can live because it's against the Mets. I'll, I love it. Fair. Now, let me tell you, when he when he hit that grand slam, and I stood up, and I was clapping, I was having the greatest time, and all the Mets fans around me were like, I hate that guy, kill that guy, push him, push him out of the stands. I was, I was, I was in my element. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll give you that. If it's to be petty against Mets fans, I can respect your vote there. That's fine. Zach. We've been over this debate. Uh, Or do you agree? No, uh, we've been over this debate hundreds of times, even before the pod was created, since we were literally 15. Um, Dead to me. Okay, he doesn't even have 2,000 hits, barely 250 home runs. I understand. How do you even call yourself a Phillies fan, Zach? Oh, you're funny. Uh, I get it. (laughs) You got to compare the numbers to the position. Um, But again, I looked at him compared to Trammell. Trammell's in. I don't think Trammell deserves to be in. So on that precedent, I'm not voting for Utley. So here's... But you just said that because Trammell's in, Utley's going to get in. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you the case. I'm, I'm being honest here. Like I would honestly be very happy if Chase Utley got in. No, you wouldn't show I could see my friend be happy. I would have no problem with it. I, I know it from Carlos Delgado where I saw someone get unjustly 5%ed because you know, of a crowded ballot. And that's not going to happen. Oddly, he's more than safe on this one, but 
I'm looking at a comparison between a couple other second basemen who have higher war than Chase Utley, who were one and dones. And that's Lou Whitaker and that's Bobby Gritch. And they're two people that the sabermetric community has been very high on in recent years. But Lou Whitaker's been on Veterans Committee ballots and has not gotten in. And Bobby Gritch has not really gotten on any Veterans Committee ballots at all. And when we look at the comparison, Chase Utley played slightly less games than Bobby Gritch. And their numbers are pretty similar. Bobby Gritch has a higher OPS+. plus. Uh, Chase Utley has higher volume stats, which is actually surprising considering the shortened career. Um, but Lou Whitaker has 10 more war than Utley and hasn't gotten in yet. So I, I'm not necessarily against Utley making the Hall of Fame. I do think war as a whole is inflated against second baseman um, because it seems to be partial to range factor and some things that second baseman tend to have higher numbers on which I think is part of why second basemen have the high wars and don't get the Hall of Fame traction. But I think you need to have at least one of these two guys in first, and they've both been waiting a while. Do I think Utley will end up in? I honestly do, because I think that's the turn of where the voting body is. I'm not against possibly voting for Utley in the future. I just did not right now, knowing full well that he will get over 5%. So I did not vote for All right, I need new friends. What? I need new friends. Hey, vote for A Rod, and I'll consider maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll consider maybe compromising my morals a bit. <laughs> now they're both shut out morals. of the Hall of Fame. That's, oh, yeah. hold on, hold on, calm this down, calm down here with your morals, fraud. Yankee fraud. fraud. I don't know. I I just I don't know how you can tell me he's not in. Seventeen hundred hits. Or sorry, eighteen hundred yeah. hits. Yeah. Two fifty nine home runs is solid for second for Hall of Fame second baseman. I'll give you that. Um, a 117 OPS plus is okay. Um, my main problem with Utley, to be honest with you, is for all the talk about his peak, and I agree with you, he received MVP votes in six years, from 2005 to 2009, his main peak, right? The highest MVP finish he had was seventh. In his best year, was seventh, and then he finished eighth twice. He finished behind some of his own teammates in, I believe, all three of those years and guys who would not have made the Hall of Fame. So he finished behind Ryan Howard, Albert Pujols, Lance Berkman, Carlos Beltran, who you did not vote for, Miguel Cabrera, Alfonso <laughs> Soriano, Jose Reyes, who you said should not be on the ballot. That was his Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 said, I said Beltran would get in if he didn't cheat. So his – okay, fine. So he finished tied in his best MVP finish. He finished tied with Jose Reyes, who you did say should not have been on the ballot. So Jose Reyes had a as good, if not better, peak – than Chase Utley. Also, Chase Utley only led the league in one category, runs scored. I know, obviously, he didn't play him in many uh, games. Uh, uh, in, incorrect, incorrect. He, won, he, won, he led the league and hit by pitches three times. Oh, my God. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows all the stats. He's bringing out all the stats. That's the stat you're running with. I, I Look, again, I'm not going to fight a loser. Listen, listen, Utley was my favorite player. You wonder why I compare it to him. I used to get hit by pitches all the time in baseball. That's why. <laughs> That's really <laughs> makes sense to me. It's really funny, actually. Yeah, well, I think I'm messed up in the head. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, anything else we want to add on Utley before we move forward? I mean, like like I said, I'm not going to fight a losing battle. I believe Utley will eventually get in. I think it's going to take six, six to seven years for him to do it. Um, I think he already has – I think the three of four start with the tracker going on. Like, I think pre-tracker, Utley wouldn't have done as well. But now that he's seeing three of four, that's huge. 
And I think people will watch that. Voters will watch that, and voters might follow because voters are sheep. I think that might help <laughs> as we would expect. Josh, as an un, you know, trying to take your bias out of it, what do you think is a realistic percentage for Chase Utley to hit this year? Oh, that's a good question. Like, what would you want as an Utley fan? Like Scott Rowland finished right, like right around ten. Ugh. Is that what you I, want? I think I think Utley should be able to get probably somewhere between fifteen and twenty. I think. See, I'm actually going higher. I think he's going to get twenty five to thirty. Yeah, I would guessed. Well, okay, that. so I say I, I I say that having assumed that he was not going to be quite as high on, on people's lists. Yeah. I but uh, I mean, like you said, you know, I, you know, he's already get three or four. Obviously, that's four votes. It really doesn't mean anything. But I, yeah, I, I could, I could absolutely see him getting higher. I, I really don't see him getting lower than that. Yeah, I um, was originally thinking fifteen percent. After seeing the three or four start, I think it could be a lot higher than I originally anticipated. Yeah, but I mean, I was, you know, it's four votes. It's, it could be absolutely misleading. But I, I'm just saying, people are gonna watch that, and there's really no character thing against Utley other than the you know the spiking people, which no one's gonna care. Yeah, about. yeah, no yeah. I just, I mean, I think a lot of these guys are looking at war because they're lazy or dumb, or both, and that's mm-hmm. where he makes it. Yeah, I, I expect him to get in. I'm just not quite there on him yet. I'm not. I, I absolutely do not expect him to be a first ballot. I would not even expect him to be in in the next five years. But I, I would be hard. Uh, I, I would be very surprised if he does not make it at all. I just think Jeff Kent had to be in first, but Jeff Kent's the anti Utley. He had the higher rate stats, but he had the lower saber metrics. I think Jeff Kent was better. I think Jeff Kent should have been in. I think he got robbed, and I think eventually they'll write that wrong in the errors committee in a few years. But it's. I think I need to see him first, and then if I see that, I'll kind of come around a little bit more. But we'll move forward. Interested to see your thoughts on this one. I don't really know what to expect here. Uh, Omar Vizquel. So Omar Vizquel obviously is a different case than anybody else here. Like Obviously, we, we briefly talked about Francisco Rodriguez and his run-in with his girlfriend's father. Omar Vizquel has some pretty disgusting allegations. I'm not comparing the transgressions between the two. But his is still an ongoing investigation. And his voting trajectory, he started off at 37%, got all the way up to 52.6, and now he's all the way down to 19.5. So I think everyone's kind of waiting for the results of this investigation and withholding their vote until then. Um, I'll start with Josh here. No. I I just... I. I... I really, to be quite honest with you, I just don't. The only reason why he's anywhere near 3,000 hits is because he played for 24 years, and he was mostly healthy except for the last few years of his career. Yeah, he won a lot of gold gloves. I don't know. I just, I don't. You know, he's another one. He's not. He's not being saved by war, and his stats do not jump out at me, so I'm going to go with no. Zach? Yeah, it's tough. You can almost make an Andrew Jones comparison with the gold gloves and the, and the being the pretty efficient at one thing, contact hitting. Uh, but, it is, but was he? But really, was he? He actually had a higher batting average than Jones, which is actually scary to think about. Yeah, no, it is. Hitter. He had an 82 OPS plus, which is awful. He had a 688 right OPS. But 11 gold gloves at shortstop really did stick out to me. 
It did. To be to be a contact hitter that hit 270, I don't know, man. It's tough. I, I voted no, but uh, See, it, I think I the thought top here, so what we talked about on the episodes, it's Rabbit Moranville. He's modern Rabbit Moranville. Great defensive shortstop who didn't have any stick whatsoever. And Rabbit Moranville obviously played in the non-goal glove era. Omar Vizquel is a guy who I would honestly probably put on the list, but I'm also kind of in the camp of waiting until the investigation plays out before I feel comfortable giving him a plaque. That's kind of where my character clause kind of draws the line. Like everyone else on this group in terms of legal issues, they've all been settled in some way. This one's still ongoing. So I I don't want to put my name next to him until I know what the result of that is. So I also said no. We all said no here. Yeah. So he gets 0%. Yeah. I mean, I think the 50% is about more where he would be, but he's another he's the anti Utley, the anti every sabermetric guy you've ever seen. You know, the the old heads are going to love him. All right, closer debate number 2, Billy uh, Wagner, 68.1% last year. I believe he was 27 votes shy. Uh, he's in year nine now, so I think he's ultimately going to get in. It may be this year. It may be next year. I think it will end up being this year, but he is going to need a pretty solid climb, which he's been doing. Um, definitely a interesting case here because the 2.31 ERA and uh, the 0.998 career whip are almost unprecedented levels in uh, all forms of pitching, but his innings pitched are 903 which would be the lowest, I believe, of any current Hall of Famer. And obviously the playoff numbers, which we'll discuss. But I'll let Zach go first here. Well, you're going to know my position. That's why uh, I'm letting you go first. <laughs> it's going to be no. Yeah, I just see. he's the, the playoff numbers really stick out to me, so no. Josh? I mean, he's he's very similar to, uh, to K-Rod for me. I, I, I <laughs> There's another one where I, 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 I have to vehemently uh, disagree with Zachy here. Yeah, he's this guy's a Hall of Famer. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. He's a Hall of Famer. No doubt about it in my mind. So this is something that I've been thinking about for a while. I was not always in the same boat for Billy, for Billy Wagner. When I was a kid, you know, New York sports fan, he was the guy that I never wanted to see come out for the Mets. Um, I actually used to tell my dad that I wanted the Mets to bench Billy Wagner and have Juaner <laughs> Sanchez be the full-time closer. Um, with that in mind, my dad would actually tell me that Billy Wagner is a future Hall of Famer, and back and I was the Hall of Fame nerd growing up that I still am now, and I used to laugh at him. And as time went on. I looked at the numbers and I did feel that he was there. But then I watched the Hall of Fame debate on MLB Network and Chris Mad Dog Russo, who's as big of a Hall of Fame nerd as I am and has spent a lot of time on this, he was the one who brought the 10 ERA to my attention in the playoffs. He pitched 11.2 innings in the playoffs and has a 10.03 ERA, giving up 13 runs. As a closer, my opinion for a while was that you need to be able to be money when it matters in order to get in. Since then, I've kind of taken a more liberal stance because it was a very small sample size. Uh, he really only played 14 games in the postseason. He only pitched 11 innings in the postseason. It's equivalent to just over one full game. And I changed my tune. 
I think Billy Wagner is a Hall of Famer, and I think he should get in this year. So I did vote yes on Billy Wagner, and he does have two votes out of three. So he's not getting in the Championship or Bus Hall of Fame yet, but eventually we can convince Zach. Right. No. And our last... Pitched. Sounds better. Sorry. What did you say? The way you pitched K-Rod to me actually was more appealing than Wagner, personally. I pitched it in a much happier way, but Billy Wagner, honestly, if you look at his ERA and whip and his strikeouts per nine, he's like in the top five, or I think in some cases he's number one since the modern era. Like, there's a legitimate Billy Wagner case to be had. It basically comes down to how you feel about the playoffs for closers. Mm -hmm. But, and how you feel about the level of, the amount of innings pitched. But he's not going to be the last guy who comes in with under a thousand innings on the Hall of Fame ballot. We're going to have starters who might be under that <laughs> as time goes on. But the way things are going, yeah. I, mean, I wonder how many innings Jacob Degrom has pitched. Oh God! But he's going to be a debate. So we have one more person, and this is someone who I genuinely did think about for my eleventh spot. I unfortunately have ten spots already filled, so I cannot vote for this person. But I'll let the floor open. I, I'm interested to see our thoughts. He does already have a vote uh, out of the four that are published, and it is Mr. Met, Captain America, Mr. David Wright. So, Zach, you may begin the honor. This was actually tough. It's a, it's a big what-if case for me. I feel like if he never got hurt, or at least didn't get hurt as half the time as he did, I think he, I think he really wouldn't be there. Um, but unfortunately, the numbers weren't high enough for me i did vote no but it, it was i did think about it josh yeah i mean I, I i'll give a little more of an explanation here david wright was a great player and um the Wilpons, the mets owners should be uh absolutely ashamed and disgraced for telling this man for years that they were, oh, we're going to build a team around you, we're going to build a team around you, you know, you're going to be the centerpiece of our championship, um, and it did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, this man was on a Hall of Fame trajectory, without a doubt, until injuries pretty much ended his career. So, no, he does not get my vote, unfortunately. But uh, I can't say anything bad about the guy. He was a great player, he's a great guy. He was huge for Team USA. Yeah, I, it's, it's it's hard to say no to yeah. him, but he just simply did not play long enough. I think he may be the hardest no on this list. Yep. Like not in terms Very of tough. a hard no. I mean, like, he the most difficult to say no to. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to say no to yeah. the guy, but he just, he does not. He doesn't have does the numbers. He does not have the numbers. He does not have the length of a career, unfortunately. Yeah. I Was he on a Hall of Fame project, trajectory? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Sad. But no. So let's review. So I have 10 on my ballot. I pick Carlos Beltran, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andre Jones, Joe Maurer, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Francisco Rodriguez, Gary Sheffield, and Billy Wagner. Zach had a seven person. I can't ballot. believe you picked 10 guys and one of them wasn't Utley. I did not. What a friend you are. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I thought about him. I really did. I wound up going K Rod and we agreed. Zach picked Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Joe Maurer, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, and Gary Sheffield. Josh picked seven people, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Joe Maurer, Francisco Rodriguez, Chase Utley, and Billy Wagner. So Zach and Josh both picked seven. The difference was Zach went with the three steroid players, Ramirez, Rodriguez, Sheffield. 
Josh went with the two relievers, K-Rod and Wagner, and Chase Utley. So I'm the only one who went 10. I did not realize that I'd be the biggest Hall guy of this group. Very interesting. But our let's tally up our totals here. And it looks like 11 people received a vote. So tied for 10th place with 33%, one vote, Carlos Beltran and Chase Utley. Tied for 5th place with two votes, 66%. Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Francisco Rodriguez, Gary Sheffield, and Billy Wagner. And our four newest Hall of Famers, three votes, unanimous Hall of Famers. So they're move over Mariano. Three unanimous <laughs> Hall of Famers, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Andre Jones, and Joe Maurer. And they will join our Veterans Committee electees of Lou Pinella and Bill White. And our Band from Baseball inductees, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and Pete Rose. I'd love to do an independent steroid ballot and have the three of us vote on that, but we all know where that would go. They don't <laughs> know that. So, unfortunately, they're going to be stuck. What does that mean? <laughs> we'll eventually, once Josh inevitably quits the pod out of anger, we'll have someone else yeah. on who's a little more progressive and not a fraud, and we can actually have Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, and I can bully yeah. my way through. But anyway, that is our ballot. Those are our ballots, and that wraps up our latest installment of Championship or Bust. Thank you all for listening. Happy Hall of Fame season. Enjoy those ballots. It's a lot of it's a really fun time in baseball. And I hope that you guys all follow those pages and have a great time. So thanks for listening. Hope that you agree with my ballot because mine's better than both of them. And uh, we'll see you soon. Wow. Vote for Utley. Don't listen to him. Okay, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs>